This episode of The Spout Podcast featuring Ed Sheeran is made possible by Ultimate Ears Fits. Now, whether you're listening to an Ed Sheeran playlist on repeat, trust me, I get that. Maybe something a little more lengthy like a podcast. Ear discomfort can get real. When you spend hours a day with earbuds in, it's just naturally going to happen. Your ears are going to start to get sore. But Ultimate Ears is saying, nope, not anymore. Not with the Ultimate Ears Fits. These are true wireless custom fit earbuds. And not only do they make Ed Sheeran and, I don't know, Spout sound great, but more importantly, they feel great. And that's because they literally custom mold to your ears. Now, working in podcasts, I spend hours a day with earbuds in, editing audio, video. So when I say that I know that discomfort that comes from wearing earbuds too long... I do, and that's so not the case with my Ultimate Ears fits. So thank you, Ultimate Ears, for saving me that ear fatigue, and thank you for making this episode of Spout featuring Ed Sheeran possible. For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of Ultimate Ears Fits true wireless earbuds at ue.com slash fits. Just use promo code SPOUT at checkout. That's 15% off with promo code SPOUT at ue.com slash fits. As one of the most globally streamed artists of the decade, it's kind of hard to believe that just 10 years ago, a lot of people didn't know who Ed Sheeran was. He was simply a hopeful musician, struggling to make it with street performances and YouTube being his primary concert venues. And I know dark clouds will gather in me. Although he experienced a few minor wins in 2010, it was 2011 that would prove to be the year it all changed. After visiting a homeless shelter and hearing the stories of many of those living there, Ed wrote a hook for his upcoming collab track with rapper Michael Payne, titled Little Lady. Listen, little lady, this is just the worst way to spend your birthday. It's 30 degrees Thursday. Now, if that sounds a little familiar, that's because that instrumental and the chorus of Little Lady would eventually evolve into a single of its own. A single that would change it all. A single titled The A-Team. They say she's in the class and from there, Ed was off. Songs he had written even years prior, previously only heard by people on the street, were now receiving a whole new level of attention. And it wasn't just Ed's voice that was catching on, but also his songwriting. Little Things would go on to become One Direction's second number one single. I won't let these little things slip out of my mouth. Her writing and singing on Taylor Swift's Everything Has Changed would lead to an invitation for him to join her as an opener on her 2013 Red Tour. And that would lead to a few tours of his own. In 2014, his sophomore album Multiply was released with the support of massive hits like Sing and Don't. It would be his first album to top the charts internationally and become the catalyst for his Multiply world tour. My music doesn't really hit everyone, otherwise I'd be a very lucky man. Not only would everyone know his music, but one song in particular would go on to become the song of choice for weddings around the world. Maybe While most songwriters can only dream of having a singular first dance anthem, for Ed, it turns out the success of Thinking Out Loud wasn't just a fluke. In 2017, he released Perfect. And, well, over two billion streams later, you could probably fill in the rest. Fast 
toured four years, several number ones, two albums, and a sold-out stadium tour featuring nothing but him and a guitar. Ed Sheeran has emerged from his most recent two-year hiatus, this time a husband and father ready to shed his bad habits. Oh, do my bad habits lead to And just when you think we're as up-to-date as you could possibly be with Ed Sheeran, just this week, BTS confirmed that their new single, Permission to Dance, was written by, you guessed it, Ed Sheeran. My name is Eric Zachary. This is the Spot Podcast, where famous people spot off about more than they're famous for. And today, that's Ed Sheeran. How are you doing? Can you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, great. Yeah. I, you got me good, right? <laughs> I'm good, man. I was, it's, it's a shame. I'm actually in America at, at the moment. It's a shame we can't do this in, uh, in, in person. We're just, we're just running a really long cable between Chicago and wherever you are within the States right now. How's, um, how's Chicago been over the last year? You know, it's been pretty good. Um, it's been kind of a hybrid of... I've gotten to travel a little bit between LA and New York. It's kind of the hybrid of the two. The two. Are you... Is, it, is everything open now, like restaurants and... For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. All right, let's jump into it, man. Let's do it. I don't think that I could handpick a single person to join me today that is easier to talk to, that just, you know, is willing to chat it up. Just whatever happens, happens. My name is Eric Zachary, and today I am joined by Ed Sheeran. Ed, How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, listen, first and foremost, congratulations. Bad Habits. New music is here. We have been waiting. Uh, you also have some other new things here, too. Congratulations on the daughter. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's been quite a, uh, quite a change of life pace, I, I, I guess. I can't even fathom. But before we dive into any of that, I want to find out how we got here right now. You've been, you've been very good about two things for the majority of your career, and that's knowing when you need some mental health time. And knowing when you need to spend time with loved ones. And number two, not just ghosting people, letting people know. You know, you sign off for a little bit. You say, I'll see you when I see you. Or, you know, new music coming when I'm ready for it, when it's ready, when it's time. So Yeah, do you know, man, I find with, with music, I mean, like the last thing that I recorded, I made the uh, collaborations projects and I made that on tour. I'd been on tour for like two and a bit years and we made that in like three weeks and it was a reflection of my life at the time, but like I wasn't really living at the time. There was no, it was just kind of like party here or going out here or talking about Mm -hmm. different countries or whatever. And I, I, I feel like with divide and with multiply and with plus, like I actually had real life things happen to me that inspired the songs. And I feel like you have to take time to let these things happen and actually live and exist. And sometimes it's all right. I was so in the the thing of just being like, every day I have to work, every day I have to achieve something. And sometimes, sometimes your day can just be existing and letting what happens happen. Just going through the motion. So then when you, when you do take the time to live your life, when you do take the time to kind of write these stories in real life, you know, how do you know when it's time? When, when it's time to, okay, you've been writing songs, maybe now I start producing them. Maybe now I get ready for this release. Um, there's always like, there's always a like flagship song that there's other songs like gather around. So I'd written a song on, uh, actually when I was making collaborations, I was, I was living, living in Nashville and I'd, I'd written a song, uh, with this guy, Dave, uh, Hodges, who is a fantastic, fantastic bloke. And that was the kind of catalyst for the album. I was like, right, this is the first song of, not the first song on the album, this is the first song of, of the album. So it started from there. And I feel like with the record you have a start point and a finish point and i feel like with bad habits that was the the finish point i was like here's the song that i'm going to start off the album with uh, to the world and here's the song that the album has come around and the rest is just 
the real life stuff that happens in between, I guess. My bad habits lead to late nights and in alone conversations with a stranger I barely know. Swearing this will be the last, but it probably won't. So uh, with the bad habits, right, you know, the song kind of has this alter ego, vampire-esque side of of all of us. (laughs) But in this case, Ed Sheeran, uh, we've shed some bad habits you talked about. You know, you've you've lost quite a bit of weight, man. Congratulations on that. I didn't Um, realize how unhealthy I was until I've been seeing people and they're like, they're like, man, you look so good. Wow, yeah. you look so healthy. And I was like, everyone like, keeps saying it. Yeah, I was like, I must have looked really bad before, but uh, but no, I feel um, I feel good. I feel like um, you know, I think I think the pandemic makes everyone kind of realise what's important in life. And I obviously became a dad in that time, and that definitely makes you realise what's important in life. And I just cut out the things that I do, I do everything in excess. Always, I'm always like everything's at 100 miles an hour and if I'm going my nickname used to be Two Dinners Teddy because I used to go and literally order two dinners I'd be like do I have bangers and mash or do I have burger and chips I'll have both and yeah Yeah. you know so I find like cutting that out that also goes into excess with like alcohol and being like oh I'll have two bottles of wine why not instead of being like I'll have a couple of beers and a glass of wine kind of thing but like it's uh, I've just slowed down a little bit I feel like having, having a daughter you have a new priority, life pace changes, and just ease, ease, you know? Yeah, for, well, I, I don't have a daughter, but I can imagine. So I, I can only imagine how, whether you want to or not, you're taking a break from everything else and you're focusing on this. Oh, no, uh, mate, I know, I know a lot of people that haven't. I know a lot of people that just carry on their, their, their lifestyle, but it, which, you know, is fine. But for me, for me, my lifestyle was, it just did not compute with fatherhood it was like right. i i really like lived my 20s and it just didn't compute and i don't i don't want to be this guy i want to be this guy we've all heard it from day one right stay hydrated if you're not feeling good get hydrated if you want to feel as good as possible hydration is key and that's where liquid iv is here to make it as easy as possible 16 ounces of water that's all you need plus one stick of liquid iv and it's going to hydrate you faster and more efficiently than water alone i know that sounds crazy but it kind of makes sense when you think about what's in liquid iv and how clean these ingredients are it's got the perfect balance of five essential vitamins including more vitamin c than an orange plus on top of all of this and how awesome it makes you feel it genuinely tastes good so many flavors to choose from including watermelon strawberry my personal favorite lemon lime I'm on the go a lot. I need a pick-me-up, not even when I'm working out or not feeling so good, just to keep me clear throughout the day, and that's liquid IV for me. But don't take my word for it. Go try it. See if it makes you feel better, and then go from there. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the promo code SPOUT at checkout. That's 25% off anything when you order online, by the way. Again, with the promo code SPOUT at liquidiv.com. You know, you've mentioned in the past, you kind of have these two outlets when you are taking a break. You know, obviously it's songwriting, that's your profession, but also you like to paint. Uh, yeah. And I want to know how, that, how that's evolved over the, the last breaks. That's something you started the, the first hiatus. Yeah, I found my, you know, music's my hobby and I love playing gigs. Like I would play gigs for free for the rest of my life if if that was what I like I played gigs for free anyway I was so surprised when someone was like oh you can you know here's 50 pounds you can get paid for this show I was so surprised and to be able to write songs be paid to write songs like it's like it's it's an amazing job to have but then when your hobby becomes your job you then do it every day and then it gets to a point where you're like oh I need a break but then you have a break 
And then what do you do? Because like your hobby, your hobby is is your job. So, so I came off the road on Divide, and I was like, right, I'm having a month off. I'm not touching a guitar. I'm not going to write a song. And the first day, I was like, okay, well, what? Who am I? Like, what? If I don't play guitar, like, what? What? What am I? And then I was kind of like, I've always I've always loved art, um, and uh, so I bought thirty canvases, and I said I'm going to paint a canvas every single day, whatever happens. And uh, so I painted thirty and really enjoyed it. So I bought thirty canvases more and painted thirty more. And you know, I've just been. Uh, I think one person saw one uh, of my friends, and then were like, "Oh, could you paint me one?" And I've just been sort of. Every thirty I do, I just send them out to mates, and that's kind of what 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 I do with them, and uh, it's been really nice. So you have this advent calendar per month of Ed Sheeran masterpieces that live in this world somewhere that we yeah. don't know where. We don't know with who. That's, that's no, I mean they're yeah they're they're kind of yeah they're they're sort of uh, everywhere. I haven't done them in in a while because I've been uh, I've been working, but I've been, I've been painting the, the the album cover slowly. Yeah. I've got 10 canvases and I'm just slowly doing it and seeing which, which one turns out the best. Oh my gosh. I actually painted the Divide cover. That oh, was, yeah, uh, okay. I did, yeah. It was, I got, uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be friends with um, uh, the artist Damien Hurst and he has this huge studio in, in, in England that has, you know, his spin paintings that he does. And you, he just chucks paint and it splats it. So uh, he let me go there one day, pick a canvas, pick paints, and I splattered it myself. And that's the, that's the album cover, yeah. Did did you know when you were going in for that that instance that you were going to create an album cover? Or did you just yeah 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 came out? Okay. No no I, d- I went I went to to make the divide album cover yeah yeah all right um well hey I mean obviously you know you've mentioned with the daughter she's around I imagine when you're singing you're practicing you know you mentioned that she she doesn't love when you sing loudly or when you belt yeah she doesn't <laughs> she's she's a, such a placid girl she's so chilled and I th- I feel like going like. Ah! You know, singing. <laughs> it's just it's just a shock. So I'm very the songs I sing to her are quite mellow. Quite yeah. mellow. Do you, yeah. Do you does that get in your head at all? I mean, obviously you want to be pragmatic. Like obviously she's young, I don't want to frighten her, that's probably what's happening. Or maybe she's your best A and R ever and she's trying to tell you something. Possibly. I mean we'll see. Only time can tell. Only so, I mean yeah. these song these songs are gonna come out and we'll see what people think of them. But um, maybe she's right. And uh, the songs are coming out, albums coming out, tour eventually. You've obviously we've talked about you. You shed some of these bad habits. Are you nervous about getting back into any of those bad habits while you're on tour? You've never toured with you know wife and child before. So. Yeah, um, not not really, not really. Because I mean, I've been, you know, England's starting to open up, and my friends are still you know, late twenties, early thirties and, and living life. And I've been able to hang around them. We were allowed groups of six in England. So I've been able to sort of hang around them and I don't miss it, man. I don't miss it at all. I kind of like, I, I have no problem with anyone else doing it or anyone else doing it around me, but I just, I don't, I don't miss it. Yeah. Um, last question. You just turned 30 and you obviously have all these milestones leading up to 30, you know, marriage, child, a uh, massive career, but is, the mindset of being a 30-year-old got to be a little bit different. I turned 30 in a couple months. So for anyone that's kind of entering that stage, what, what's changed psychologically? Any advice for 30-year-olds to be? I feel like you spend your 20s trying to figure out who you are. And what I think I've had so many, like, crises of confidence and who I am as a person, like, in my 20s. And you sort of figure it out along the way. And everyone that I've met who's in their 30s is just like, the 30s rock, man. Like, you've gone through all the awkward years and Relax. now you're 30 and you stop caring and your friendship group shrinks because you're like, I only actually like these people and, like, 
it's good. It's good. I'm feeling like I've I've only been 30 for a few months, and to be honest, most of that has been in in lockdown. But uh, I feel not that I feel different, but I feel like being 30 is nothing to be worried about. I feel it's like yeah, I was more worried about turning like 21. Like entering in, entering into adult world where you're like, right. I, I, still, I still feel 18, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just bonus final last question. You know, I was just talking with Mike Rosenberg, passenger, about you and how you jumped on his oh, mix yeah. of, of Sword <laughs> from the Stone. Him and I talked quite a bit in length of, you know, how he got his start busking and not completely dissimilar than when you were playing on the street. In a perfect world, if you were to walk onto the street and play a three-song set... Without anyone knowing exactly who who Ed Sheeran is, what songs would those be off the top of your head? Uh, interesting. Um, a team, icy far, perfect. I think those are like those are like my three yeah. three favorite tunes. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I think. Love it. Yeah, I think those. Yeah, thanks. That, yeah, that's that's a good question, man. How was Mike? Um, how was Mike? He's great. You know, he was struggling. We were talking a lot about lockdown and whatnot too, and how he's been producing and working with others as well. So, dude, we've been really... on calls like like every every couple of weeks. We have like a catch up, and um, yeah. yeah, I saw him just before the lockdown Everything. happened. Yeah, he came up. He came up, and I played him what was the finished album, um, and that was like what a year and a half ago, and now it's like <laughs> oh completely God. different. Completely different. Yeah. Well, we're excited, man. Ed, thank you. Thank you for taking the time, man. Thanks so much, man. Talk soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank. I, I, when I'm in Chicago next, which hopefully, if gigs get back on, will be soon. Soon. Soon, man. Ed Sheeran, thank you so much for joining us on Spout. Thanks, man. Take care. Have a, have a wonderful rest of your day, man. Thank you. See more of our conversation with Ed Sheeran at Spout underscore podcast on IG and Twitter. Plus, if you follow the Spout podcast, you could win one of five Ed Sheeran autographs. Simply follow spout underscore podcast and check your DMs to see if you've won. Next week, Anita spouts off. If I want to try something new, I just go and try it. I'm not afraid if that's going to fail or if what people are going to say if I fail. I don't care about that. So I think that I just try new things. And if it goes wrong, it's okay. But if it goes right, it goes super right because it's something new or something nobody has like ever seen. Still to come this season, Addison Ray, Luke Bryan, Dixie D'Amelio, and our second conversation with BTS. You know, we love the, just the moment when people listen to the song for the first time and like and like like panic and like you know like like freak out. That's the that's the most thrilling part and exciting part that we love. Be sure to listen to new episodes of the Spout Podcast every Thursday night at nine on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, produced by Gorilla Sound, and created by Phil Becker. Spout.